Hello, friends. It's Ariel Hawani of The Ringer MMA Show. I'm Chuck Mindenhall. And I'm Pete Carroll. And together, we are Three Pack. Follow and listen to The Ringer MMA feed exclusively on Spotify for all the latest in the world of mixed martial arts. And join us live on Spotify Greenroom after every big event. See you then. Love yous. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the world's number one sports and recreation podcast known worldwide as Cheap Heat. From New York City, I'm your former and forever 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg, a.k.a. Company Shill and Hackadoodle-Doo extraordinaire. Joining me, speaking of Company Shill and Hackadoodle-Doo, uh, the EST of CHP, the physically strong Stack Guy Greg, SUG. Proud, proud Company Shill. I know. I mean, if you, you're gonna do it, you gotta do you it. You gotta do it. No, you do it. Respect yourself more than anything. Exactly. And exactly. also joining us today from the East Coast, from an undisclosed location in Westchester County, is uh, 35 under 35 Dipperstein. Hello. I'm uh, I'm a shill for the shills. That's my job. <laughs> I shill for shills. Wow, that is a great point. You are a shill yeah. for shills. We have a big I episode know. today coming up later in the program. We will. End the show today with a sit-down with young Mike Mizanin, a.k.a. The Miz, who is in a big mixed tag match this weekend on Saturday at the Royal Rumble event. Premium event. Uh, premium Miz, live event. That's right. Premium live event. It's Miz and Maurice uh, versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. So we'll talk to Miz in a little bit. 
But today a long, we a long time GG. Oh, he's a long time GG. Uh, yeah, I, I feel that we just jump right into things. SUG said he didn't have a whole lot going on outside the ring. Um, actually, you know what? Let's do this since we're going to spend the almost the entire day today on the Royal Rumble. Dip, was there anything major coming out of Dynamite or Rampage? Uh, we have no. to cover the return of John Moxley, at least that it happened. Um, yeah, I mean, it feels like a, like an eternity ago, frankly, but it was uh, just a week ago. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that was a. I have never heard a crowd that silent in my life. When he was talking to a wrestler, I was. It was unbelievable how silent some people were saying it was so silent that that Dipperstein was actually going. I wish they'd pipe in some crowd noise right now. <laughs> it, it just goes to show you that if you trust the crowd then a segment can be groundbreaking and effective. Well, it's, it's funny that you say that, though. Flip side to that coin, he literally, you can't trust the crowd to the point that yeah. someone said something, and within the first 10 seconds, uh, Moxley told someone in the crowd to, I believe, F themselves. Yes, he yeah. did. He said it. So yeah. so it's, it is interesting, right? So th that that is a small throwaway part of what was a great return and everyone's happy that mox is back and he had a match on rampage on friday it is a little throwaway though that is worth noting like that is something that literally it can't happen on wwe can't they, it, their brand does not allow for it it cannot happen you could not tell yeah. an audience member to shut the bleep up cannot happen not in 2022 if if this was if they were in attitude mode then sure and that's frankly where AEW is it sort of shows you the really the difference between where the two places are AW, it's not a big deal. No one even talked about it that there was an F bomb. No, I saw like clips. It was it was weird because Mox is back and I'm glad that he's back. But then it was I was sort of frustrated that people highlighted that moment of the whole thing. Like he looked great. He looked he looked like he got back about six years of his life coming back. He did. That. He, he did. His he, skin was glowing. It was it was amazing. It's interesting because you um, never thought he looked particularly like worn out before. In fact, I I never knew he had any substance issues and you wouldn't know it from Damn. looking at him previously but you're right he did look much better now like his hair is like more everything was just he was shining he came back shining and then you know to have a fan ruin that moment and then to have outlets and i think even even um some turner outlets highlighted that moment of all the moments to sort of a sort of a downer because i think the big thing is that he's back he's looking better than he's ever looked he's probably feeling better than he's ever felt um and they teased so, a little uh and they teased a little Daniel Bryan. A little Brian Danielson and uh and Moxley potentially, which I think would be a lot of fun. Um, perfect person to get him back with though. Yeah. The other the other thing that I'll mention is that Sting jumped on a table at 62 years old on on Dynamite this week and I immediately forwarded the article uh to my father and said it's time to get back in the gym. He is also 62. <laughs> <laughs> and the only way that my father would ever jump on a table is if he was looking at something in the gutter and went, ah, 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 and fell back <laughs> on the table. Or like <laughs> if he had to stand on it, and like balance himself and the people holding his hand so he could like, you know, change a light bulb. If, if my mother was said to him, I want that bowl. That's the bowl I want. And he said, Mary, it's, it's up on the shelf. I can't reach that. I'm not standing on this thing. And he went and she went, get it, get it. Shut up, Joel. Get the ball for me. And then he went up there and he was teetering and the ball, he was just an inch from reaching the ball. And he just went. Ah, 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 ah. And, and then, then Tony Schiavone's all of a sudden in your house going, it's Joel. It's Joel. It's Joel. It's Joel. It's Joel. Um, 
so so this is not a big so we will get back to the moxley of it all uh next week i will say the one disadvantage i think wednesday is the day for us but the the one disadvantage we really have here is that when it comes to talking AEW, it is a full week when we record this show it's a it's an eternity it, it's it's like even rampage is far away because it's hard enough to remember smackdown by the time you get yeah. to wednesday with the amount of content we have so because even when Dip said it felt like forever when mox came back i was like yeah he came back like about a month ago it felt <laughs> like a long time and it was a week ago. Yeah. So let's let's jump right to the Royal Rumble 2022. Talk through that whole thing and do some mailbag before we um uh well actually we don't even have some time to get to mailbag or, or BPR today. We'll we'll see what we have. But right now let's get to the rumble, which is the most important thing. Um we have a men's rumble and a women's rumble uh with 22 announced for each. Is that correct? 21 yes, the women so far. It's, it says 22 men and 21 women on on wikipedia okay um okay maybe tonight uh on friday maybe we get one or two more announcements but yeah now they, let's they pretend often. like we only have 22 and 21 um they, they probably will give us one or two more for for no reason uh, by the way though. Yeah, i do want really shouldn't. I know this is that this is the minimum amount of surprises you want. By the way, I should I should mention that this year's Royal Rumble, um, the, every competitor must be thrown over the top rope mm-hmm. and have both feet touch the floor. That's how they are eliminated. Does anybody have any what questions about, about hands? Like, is it all limbs or just nope. mm-hmm. hands? Hands are fine. It is feet only. Any other questions? Again, okay. over the top rope, two feet on the ground. Any other questions? No, I mean it's uh it's very different rules this year. Both yeah. feet have to touch. You have Both to get thrown over, and there's going to be thirty people. Very now, good. I, now, I have a question. I'm going to test you guys. If someone gets thrown between the middle rope and the top rope, they get thrown between those two ropes and they hit the floor. Would that person be in the Royal Rumble or eliminated? Because well, you said that as long as they as long as they pass the top rope, they're eliminated. So does it count if you pass under the top? No, rope? no. See, I'm glad you. I'm glad you asked. SGG. There's a lot of confusion about this. It is. If you're, if you're under the top rope, SGG, you are not eliminated from the Royal Rumble match. You have to go. So then my over, official answer is no. Yes, over final the top rope and both feet. So everybody, now I'm going to ask one more test. Then we move on. Let's suppose a combatant gets thrown over the top rope, and they falling down off the canvas. One foot drags onto the floor, but the other foot remains safely above the floor. Would they, Dipperstein, be eliminated from the Royal Rumble or still in it? They would. They would. I don't know. I can't answer that question. I've never I have seen a question a too about that. Because what if the foot touch one foot touches the apron and then what foot uh, okay. touches the floor? Yeah. Now both feet. It's got to be. The, I think it's got to be the floor. Both feet hit a surface. No. If one foot drags across the floor, but the other does not. That combatant is still not eliminated from the Royal Rumble okay. match. Okay, mm-hmm. over the top. By the way, so I basically did this gimmick. Do you remember? Remember, I made fun of Dip at some point recently on the show SUG when I said something about the the outside the the outside the ropes where the ring apron is being the hardest part of the mat. Yeah, I made a reference to it, and Dip was and like I was like, Dip, you don't know that's the hardest part of, the mat. and we, we did that whole shtick. I last time I worked, I walked in to where where was the last pay per view? What city was I in? Wasn't that Atlanta? I don't even remember. Ah, Atlanta. Day one. That's right. Day one. Can't believe that was this month. That was 25 days ago. That wasn't even that long ago. Feels like it was a year oh, ago. 
Where time, did the time go? Yeah, and it, it's it's but at the same time, I can't believe it was still this month. I feel like that was in like November. So I walked into Atlanta and there was like a there's a they, they have this in a lot of the places. There's a practice ring, like a, a little workout ring sitting kind of like in the hallway. And the new day we're in it, like just sitting there like talking. And I went up to I went up to them and I just said, Do you guys know that this area right here I touched? I said, This is the hardest part of the ring, right here. This is the hardest part of the ring. <laughs> big pop big pop Kofi was like what where did you hear that I'm like trust me it's the hardest part of the ring he was, like, you sure it's not the, you sure? he was like you sure it's not the middle of the ring I was like I'm positive this is the hardest part of the ring right here um, <laughs> they're the best by the way those dudes are absolutely the best and they're literally it feels like they're almost always together it's like they it's, it feels old school like they live the gimmick in that they always are you, you almost see them all three together all the time which, yeah, I love that. So speaking of which, let's see. We go to the men's rumble match. Here's who I thought you were gonna say, speaking of old school, make sure everybody checks out the, the interview that you did with Randy Orton. It was you. Oh, sure. Shoemaker, Evan Mack. Yep. Nice uh, conversation Evan. there with, with the great Randino, Randy Orton. Um, he was very <laughs> apple. He's still wrestling. He's still wrestling. Still wrestling 100%. Oh, he's gonna be still wrestling for a while. Uh, yeah, according to that interview. Also. I should note that Evan Mack on his show, Mac Mania, has an interview this week with uh, the great Bobby Lashley, the Almighty. So go check out our friend oh, Evan Mack's yeah. interview with the Almighty. Um, here's who we have in the Royal Rumble match so far officially confirmed. Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, Ray and Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, Sheamus, Johnny Knoxville, of course, uh, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Big E, Happy Corbin, Mad Cat Moss, Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, KO, Omos, Orton, Riddle, Gable, Otis, Ziggler, and Rude. And I would like to take this moment as we mention his name because we haven't spent enough time on Gable recently. So it's unbelievable to me that in the last couple of months, it's really become clear to me that Chad Gable could actually kind of become Kurt Angle. Yeah. He is so entertaining. I, I, I'm a big fan. You want a hot take? Agreed. He might have the best mic in the company right now. How about that? He's up there. He's top five in the company for sure. I'm going to give him top five. I don't know if I can give him the best, but, but I can give him top five. But his confidence at deliver and how like in character he feels all the time. He's good. He's very good. I, I'm, I had no idea that was even in him. I didn't know that was a quality Jack Gable even had. And he's awesome. Do you remember when the Royal Rumble could announce all three, all 30 superstars that are entering ahead of time and we would still be excited? <laughs> that is, <laughs> they well, ruined that though. They, they did that. Yeah, that's that's now it's not gave us so many surprises. But also, I mean, uh, this, the is the part, this is the part dip. The red rooster. This is the part dip doesn't appreciate <laughs> when he like when he waxes poetic on how everything in 1989 and 90 was better. It, he was five years old. Like, are your expectations? Five. I was two and three. <laughs> right, exactly. He wasn't even born. He didn't even watch. No, these are all VHSs. Coliseum on video, bud. Right, exactly. So you weren't exactly sitting around anticipating. Um, and when you're oh my god, Mr. Perfect, the (laughs) honky tonk man. I wonder if Bad News Brown is gonna win this. Um, although Bad News Brown, although Bad News Brown did, let's be honest, Bad News Brown winning the battle royal at the beginning of WrestleMania 4, yeah, it's the biggest upset. In WWE Battle Royal history, almost. 
Demolition axe. <laughs> um, all right. So, Rick Martel. Who? So, who do you guys um, anticipate as a surprise? Who can you be want me to go first? Sure. You obviously okay. thought about this. Go ahead. I did. I wrote it down. <laughs> you wrote it down. Okay. We have twenty-two people. Here's here's who I would say. The eight remaining people in the men's rumble: Tommaso Ciampa, okay, Veer, yeah, Pete Dunn, Gable Stevenson. I think we get Braun Breaker in the rumble, potentially. Potential. I think, and then just I. Th- there's three left. I think they throw Finn Balor in there. I think they throw King Woods in there, and I think they throw Woods Jinder already in. Is it Woods, Woods already injured? Woods. King Woods, Woods is injured, so he won't. He Woods won't is injured. Making the rumble. Woods Did I injured, know that? Yeah. Um, Kofi announced it on SmackDown. Um, he got injured. I think I missed it. I think on the SmackDown. It might have been on the SmackDown that he got injured. Two weeks Kofi ago? Or more? Yeah. Or long ago? It was oh, like no. a couple of weeks ago. Okay. All right. So then you throw one more person in there. But I think we get Champa, Pete Dunveer, Braun Breaker, Gable Stevenson, Finn, and maybe Jinder. And, and, uh, and for the winner, my prediction is, is Kevin Owens right now. I changed it because I just don't feel like Big E has. You changed it since the official graphic came out? No, the official graphic has me as Ke- with Kevin Owens. Okay. Right. That's so I think that I there's a lot of different. I think we'll talk and about yes, every King Woods is out. Now. King Woods is out four to six weeks, they're saying. Okay. So I think there's a chance that Kevin Owens wins, that Seth Rollins takes the belt from Reigns, and that we get. One of the nights, Seth and Kevin as the main event at WrestleMania, or something like that. That's does that scream blockbuster to you, though? No, it doesn't. It screams I've seen it ten thousand times. But I also don't put anything past these people, and I have no idea. You know, I have no idea. I just don't see any of the like the mega excitement occurring that we all hope and dream for. So, I'm thinking we get. Kevin Owens winning the Royal Rumble. He's never won it before. He just resigned a big new deal. And I think they want to reward him for that. I think he wins the Royal Rumble and faces Seth at WrestleMania. That's a big reward. That's a big that reward. One, one yeah. could argue he's already been rewarded. He's 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 in Seth Rollins' orbit. Seth Rollins is is facing Roman Reigns. And but but as far as the, the Lashley is concerned, I was sort of thinking along the lines of a triple threat for the title for the one for the one title between Lashley, Roman and Brock on night 2. And so that's that's where my head's at right now. Dip with the parlay. <laughs> is this is going to happen and this is going to happen? <laughs> Roman and Bobby and Brock on night 2. I'm probably wrong. I just don't see Biggie winning you could the be right though. The only other, I'll put it to you this way. It's going to be none of the people that you just mentioned. A lot of people think AJ Styles is going to win. I don't even know where that's coming from. Unless it's Big E, yeah, which I've, I don't think now it will be. There is no one AJ currently Styles. on this list that makes any sense, and it's never going to happen. So you're, it's either going to be some Bobby re-enters or Roman re-enters or Brock re-enters. There's going to have to be a re-entry <laughs> um, for, for, them, for any, of, any of these things to make sense. Unless they swerve us big. With a Champa or a, you know, a Champa win, something like that, which is probably not going to happen either. Yeah, they, so, they won't swerve us that big. Right now, in my opinion, you have the only people that could win the Royal Rumble are 
Roman, Rollins, freaking Rollins. Freaking Rollins. Yeah, freaking. Roman, freaking. Um, <laughs> Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, El Kevin Owens. And, freaking, and freaking, Seth Rollins. freaking and Seth are both? No, no, just freaking. Okay. Just freaking. Okay. You have, you have Reigns, freaking, Brock, Bobby, Seth, Kevin Owens, Big E. It's got to be one of those seven people. <laughs> that's not seven. That's, that's still six. I, six. You said it's, it's Seth. It's got to be one of those six people. It's Seth or freaking. You got to pick one. You th- I think it's freaking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going I, with freaking. I tend to agree with you that those are the names. My my prediction was Lashley loses to Lesnar and wins the Rumble to then maybe immediately call out Lesnar or switch to the other title. I, there's okay. going to be either a, it's a title versus title though. You have two. You have one show on USA, one show on Fox. Both of them have to have a world title. Yeah, neither one. I don't, of them I don't think they should, title. but they 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 have to unless they're changing the whole setup of WWE. There's not going to be any unification yeah, at WrestleMania. It doesn't make sense to do that. I mean, so, it, does for, it does for us. For fans, but for, for, fans. for them, from a network perspective. They don't care about the fans. It's about, it's about the business. If, so, the network, if the networks require their own individual champion, because we've always said on this show, see no reason why the champions can't do both. But if they insist on having their own, then you're correct. Even okay. if the networks so don't insist that, on it, just, for, just from WWE's perspective, right? You can go to them and say, you'll get your own champion. This will be the guy that you can send out to do media. You can trust. You can put them on all the shows. They'll sell double the belts, double the replica belts, double the merch. They'll, you know, double up on action figures and all kinds of stuff. It doesn't make sense for them to roll it back. They're going to one day. Don't you worry. This is everything. They will. They will. (laughs) They will unify again and then separate again. That's my theory, at least at some point. But I doubt it'll happen this time. I, I think you're right. I think it'll probably stay like that. Um, so the question also, so much of this hinges on what the match order is on Saturday. Dip, you want to type Absolutely. your memos later? That, you like a that's why on. I asked. <laughs> that's why I asked what do you guys think is going to go on last, right? What will be the definitive main event? Uh, I, if, it's I think, a, if it's a rumble, then we definitely get some swerves in those title matches. I if think title match then. I think it's the men's match last because of this. I think, I think the, so too. Both of because the 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 Rollins I'm sorry the freaking and Roman match okay, yeah. and the Lashley and Lesnar match has so much impact on the Rumble potentially I don't see that same issue considering the only women's match on the card is Dewdrop and Becky Lynch and it's a foregone conclusion <laughs> it seems yeah. that way yeah. seems uh, that however way. however I'm convinced Ronda Rousey is coming back at this at this pay per view. Well, let's let so let's get Hold to on, that. Me, so, you think Ronda Rousey is going to be a surprise for the women's rumble? I think Ronda Rousey wins the women's Royal Rumble, immediately points to the sign, and interferes in the Becky Dewdrop match. Attacks Dude attack. She she comes back at the rumble. She wins the the the, the freaking rumble. The freaking she the wins freaking the freaking. Yeah. She wins the freaking Royal Rumble, and then she attacks Becky Lynch at the end of the show. Points to the sign. I think the women's rumble could end the night. By the way, I, I, this Ronda me. being a big surprise. The oh my god! This oh this, this reminds me. This reminds me. I need someone because SGG doesn't do this anymore. 
We need someone who actually keeps stats. Someone listening. I would love for someone to start emailing stats at the end of the show. Again, SUG, I'm not asking you to do this. This is it's your your former career. Um, we need to keep track of some of these predictions because between the amount of things Dip throws out there, the amount of times that Greg says, let's not judge, let's wait and see. We need all of these things written down so we can see that we're wrong 98% of the time. We need to have this. <laughs> and then when we get one right, we'll all be so excited. So anyone out there. Rousey's winning the freaking rumble. Uh, so let's let's finish the men's though. But <laughs> with what you just said, the only actual surprise there's there's not one. You didn't name one actual interesting surprise. Champa, not interesting. Here, no, less than interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I no, I don't know. I what's big? There's no one. It's not going to be Triple H. It's not going to be Cena. It's definitely not Cena. So let's not put the Cena. It's not going to yeah, be anyone good. from Ring of Honor. It's not going to be anyone from AEW. Is the Rock it's not going to be Kenny Omega no. before? Okay. Again, I hope these are all written down in the stats because Dip Dip has been talking about John Cena like he literally handles his calendar. Like he's he's he goes Cena. I'll tell you where Cena is. Hold on, look. Let me look. Cena's in Minneapolis on Sunday, Saturday. He's not going to be there 100. percent so, Calendar, Jace ask. Calendar, Jace. <laughs> um. So. SGG, do you have anyone that you think is an actual surprise? I have surprises on the level of dip, right? I think I do think that Champa shows up. I do think that Pete Dunn shows up. Roderick Strong is somebody that Dip didn't mention that I think is going to show up in the Rumble. Why? Um, it's why do you feel that way? Of, I think he's going to show up. I do. You have a hunch. Yes. Yeah, well, he, uh, he was what? backstage on Raw. They they showed a uh, a vignette. He sort of did a stare down with Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode of the Dirty Dogs. They also were coming oh. to L.A. Night. So he, he's it. he's gonna move up to the main roster imminently. They don't just show people backstage and not no. and not do anything. Really. You think they're keeping Roddy Strong away? You think they're 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 promoting Roddy Strong because they don't want they don't want uh, Undisputed Era all together in AEW? Well, he's he signed, so I don't think they have to worry about he he resigns. I don't think they have to worry about him. And and I don't think they, they don't care about Undisputed Era. That that's the main thing that everyone needs to understand that was shown here. It wasn't like they have a plot to make sure it undisputed. The, the the point was the people who make decisions for better or for worse said, We don't care. They are nothing. Goodbye. And and let's be let's be honest too. Roderick Strong was the fourth guy that he was he was added in after Bobby Fish um yeah. was injured. So if Bobby Fish can stay healthy. AEW has the full original Undisputed Era. You know, it's... So, Robert Strong, so anyone else? Because so far, again, you guys, you we're not considering one legend, not one Carlito. Which, which legend, though? Which, which legend? I mean, the Good Brothers could be like a Forbidden Door prediction, but they're not... I could see them going and collecting the check, being with AJ. They could be what gets AJ uh, the win, if anything. By the way, the good, the good Brothers would be fun. Maybe something. Something of Jay's? Yeah, but oh, I mean, maybe. Not, maybe. Them and like AJ all not, have their little moments, two sweet moments together. That that could be fun. Could what be? about Michael? Okay. Oh my God! All right, sorry. What do you phone? think about him? About who? Akeem. <laughs> or Jake the Snake Roberts. Or I don't. The Barbarian. We touched on this a little while, a couple of weeks ago. There's not, there's not really anybody. Atanka could. Atanka. Could be 
There's not a lot of people. What about uh, like a, a Rikishi? X Pac wants to show up. He could. He could. An X Pac. I mean, any of this would be ma- any of these people would be mage. I think you're getting the the Gable Stevensons and some NXT people, and you're getting Veer. You're going to get Veer. It's all about Veer. They're going to be yeah, veering and veering. We're definitely going to get Veer. What about Shanky? I think it's all about Veer these days. No one's shanking. I don't no, think there's no shanking, shanking going on. It's all about everyone's veering. No one's shanking. All right, we got. Let's jump to the women um, quickly. Um, prediction to win uh, SGG. You have Bianca Belair. I do have Bianca Belair going back to back. I think that's the. For me, I, I I haven't seen the Vegas odds. I think the bet the, the lowest odds, the most the most likely scenario is Bianca repeating. I agree. Um, yeah. Dip, we already know you have Ronda Rousey coming back and winning the whole freaking. Uh, yes, I'll tell you who I would love to see win the Royal Rumble though. Sonya Deville. That would be Mage. Yeah, that would be you are you are you are jumping in out terms of the tiers of Mage. This is this has got to be tier eight, tier nine. Talking right? what? I, what? She's 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 dope. She, she only wrestled. She they don't have her really wrestling. They have her in this 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 authority thing, and um, she's like good. It would be surprising and interesting. And she, she I, I agree with that. She's been an authority figure character. too long. It's time to get her back in the ring. Even from a character's perspective, though, I mean, why wouldn't she use her authority to just give herself a match? Number one, but number two, she's said that she has no interest in taking off the suit because she can do things like slap Naomi around. With no repercussions. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for her to give that up and then and then jump in the rumble. Unless unless she loses her status as an authority figure come Friday and then she's looking for work. The only other person maybe. the only other person I could see winning the women's rumble is the Canadian strongman Dino Bravo. What do you think about that? He's he's already been thrown over the top. Hercules Hernandez. The mighty earthquake. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rosenberg, who do you think is winning the Women's Royal Rumble? I have decided to go with Sasha Banks. Um, okay. Right. I do not know what Sasha's situation is. I don't know if she's actually healthy or not. Um, But I believe Sasha is, frankly, it's, this isn't like some daring prediction. I'm going Sasha because she would make sense. She's instantly able to jump in to either title picture um i just you know she can go with charlotte she could go with becky she makes either one work and you have a great match guaranteed for wrestlemania so that to me is simple logic and it's a little different i didn't want to call bianca like greg did because it's it's you know it's totally reasonable but it's it's i just wanted to try something else so let's see what happens if 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 sasha makes sense and the thing Uh, about the all these picks is they can sell a women's match at wrestlemania (laughs) whether it's bianca yeah ronda Sasha, yeah. any opponent you give them, they they will sell. It's a really good out. point. It's it's a great point, actually. They're they're actually a, they have an easier sell with the women's side, no matter what. If they have yeah. more stars, even though yeah. there less there's less talent numbers wise, they have more stars among the women. It's a higher percentage stars. You can throw different combinations, and your women's matches are kind of golden. Yeah, okay. and I was just gonna say that too. Even if they even if by WrestleMania, Charlotte and Becky Lynch are still your champions, the the point holds right because. Sasha Banks and Charlotte is sort of a forever rivalry that they can always go back to. You have Bianca and Becky Lynch, which is another rivalry that they can always go back to. And then with Dips pick Ronda, she can go at Charlotte or Becky, and it makes 
just as much sense and all of those matches would sell. So, I mean, well, listen, really guys, no bad picks. Say, say it quick, Dip. What do you got? I think you get Lacey Evans back. I think mm. you get Oscar back. Okay. Oh, yes. I think Very you good get, call. Yeah. I think you get Zia Lee in the Rumble. Okay. Um, and I think they, they probably put like Candice LeRae or Dakota Kai or Mandy Rose or something in there. Too. Yes, I would agree. I, the women's side. we get Kyrie back too? Kyrie mm. Sane? Who? Who? Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. I think she's gone. I think she's AEW bound. Are you sure? Oh, really? I, I hadn't heard that. Um, I, I thought Kyrie Sane was out. I, I, to be, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ever see that. I mean, it's possible though. Um, the women's side still doesn't have that many slots either. And they already announced all of the like fun returns. So you're talking about yeah. not one Bella surprise, Kelly, Kelly, Michelle McCool, Lita, um, Summer Ray. They've been hyping galore. Like every WWE one- legend, Summer Ray. Sorry. WWE Sorry, SG. Ray. I apologize. Summer freaking Ray. WWE legend. Yeah, Summer freaking. Oh, All right, guys. Yeah. I, I see our hotline is ringing. It is time to bring in the Mr. The Miz in Miz and Mrs. Our guy, The Miz. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. All right, as promised, ladies and gentlemen, you um you may be familiar if you listen to this show, you may be familiar with the man known as the Miz, the former two-time, two-time champion of the world, the Miz. Uh and by the way, Miz and Maurice, uh, Miz and Mrs, I should say, uh starring Miz and Maurice, season 3 is on the way coming later this year. So not only is he a champion, but he's also a champion of television as well. We welcome to the program, The Miz. How are you, Yes, sir? thank you very much. And you know what I love? I love when you tell me a time. I come into the studio. I am there. I And then we end up waiting for you. I'm staring at a blank chair for about 10 minutes. And you make yes. me wait. You make me wait like you're like you're a star. Like, 
you know, I'm sitting here like, what's going on? Like, are we good doing this or no? It's like, we're all waiting. We're waiting for Rosenberg. We're just waiting for him. We're just waiting for him and waiting for him, waiting for him. And then you show up and you're, and then I was like, oh, hey, where have you been? And you didn't even say anything to me. You literally just said, we're starting now. And then you started that everybody heard, but nobody heard the 10 minutes before where I'm just sitting here twiddling my thumbs, waiting for you to get to your studio and you get to the studio and don't even say hi. And then literally introduce me. I, I'm so sorry. I, I, just, I just want to apologize because that's you know, not how I. Now you want to apologize. I do. Yeah. When yeah. We're off camera. You don't apologize. You're just like, hey, I'm the star here. Uh, first of all, I am so sorry. I know. I sincerely, sincerely apologize, Ms. You've had a tremendous. What were you doing? I want to know what you were doing. Thank, thank you, Ms. By the way, that needed to be said because I was waiting even longer than that. I. The truth is, I changed the pants I was wearing. Okay. Because we're all seeing your pants right now. Uh, well, you know, but that's the thing. That's the level of respect I have for you. Is Did I was you wearing oil your pants. Is that what it is? You were so excited about seeing me and interviewing <laughs> me that literally you couldn't contain yourself, and you went to the bathroom and went potty in your pants like my kids, and then you, uh, and then you literally had to change them. Actually, my kids don't even do that. My kids don't even do that anymore. They're old enough to where they they know, like, hey, yo, I got to use the restroom. I'm gonna go. But is that what your kids say to you when it's time? Uh, it's it's a pee pee. That that pee pee. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's not, it's not. Hey, yo. By the way, hold on. You know what? I'm I'm getting caught down a rabbit hole with you. I texted you the other day. You ignored me. You outright ignored me. No reply. I probably don't even have your name in my in my. Well, guess what? I'm pretty sure. Man, that caught my that got my uh that got my my phone number or something. Oh, does that happen a lot? Hold on. Let's text see. me. Oh, and I said, no, no, I said, it's Rosenberg BTW in case you, in case, because I know you're such a hot <laughs> shot that you might not save me. So I said, it's Rosenberg, by the way. The, and here I you go. See, see, if, see if there's hey, did you say it was Did you say it was Peter Rosenberg, though? I, I, that's, that's true, Greg. I didn't. I said, <laughs> hey, you happen to be up doing my podcast. We're talking about Woodstock 99, not my oh, wrestling yeah. podcast. Oh, well, you do remember seeing it. But I was with my kids. Like, I love Wood. Like, you don't understand. I went to Wood.99. You know, of course, VHS I understand. Tape, That's why I asked you. If you look at that VHS tape, by the way, you could see me in the mosh pits during like Kid Rock. And because uh, I'm wearing yellow shorts and no shirt because I'm, I was, you know, because <laughs> you were that was, guy. It was, it was Kid. By the way, do you, I don't know if you remember this concert that Kid Rock put on. It was before he was famous. Like, it was like Ball with the Ball just hit. And the entire like uh, no, it was his coming out party. It was his coming out party of the world. Yeah, that was the, that's that's by far I think his best moment in pop culture was was that performance. He crushed it. Um, it, all right, that's did he crush it? It was in the like beginning of the day. It was like noon, and it was hot. And all of a sudden, like you just start hearing ball with the ball, the bang, and it, you know how it, it builds, it builds, it builds. Yeah, and he, and he came out in a fur coat, and it was like 110 degrees. White, like, fur coat, and all of a sudden, pyro goes. Nobody sees the pyro because it's daylight. You don't see pyro <laughs> during the daylight, but they didn't care. And all of a sudden, you just say, my name is Kid Kid Rock, and then literally the entire place just erupts for about an hour because it didn't stop. It didn't slow down. And now that he went to every instrument, played every instrument, yep. like it, he was doing things that nobody's ever seen done in concert before. Now it's like everyone does it, but he started. I, this is yeah. see, this is what, this is why it said that you ignored me the other day. Cause this is what I wanted to get from you, but it's okay. Well, well that that's for another day. Let's talk about the, and how privileged are those people that they got to enjoy that performance with two WWE hall of famers. 
What do you mean? Future first ballot, of course. Oh, oh, you mean Kid Rock and The Miz? Oh, right. Yeah. That's a great point. Those people. Now that is that is. I could name you like twenty bands that would just lit that place up. Like it was just. It was the like I know everyone says it was like it got very negative like media. But when I was there, man, I had I never had so much fun in my entire life. I saw every band I ever wanted to see. Every band put out everything they possibly could. It was just. It was amazing. So anyway. let's so let's let's talk uh, SGG. You mentioned Hall of Fame, and you have a a, a program right now uh, with a Hall of Famer in Edge. I I want to ask you where this came from. Like, how did this Edge? Did you have did you have visions of Miz and Edge from the second he came back? When did it start to sort of become a reality that this could be a thing that could happen? Oh, I mean, I had no idea what I was going to do to come back to WWE from Dancing with the Stars. Like sometimes you you're like you're that you're out for a little bit, and then you got to figure out a way to maneuver your way back into you know a storyline and make people want to see you and uh, get them excited. And uh, it kind of came about because Edge was coming back, and I was like, oh, Edge is coming back. That'd be pretty amazing if he came back. Because I never get a good welcome home. Like, it's always like, uh, Miz is here, Put him, like throw him in a match or something and he'll make it great or put him in a promo or a segment, he'll make it great. But then when it with Edge, it was like, they always give Edge the pyro, oh, yeah. the, the welcome homecoming. Even he's gone for like a month. It's like the guy was gone for a month and literally everyone's going nuts because he's back. And I'm like, and I'm gone for like four months, the longest I've ever been gone. And I knew like, if I came back, the fans weren't going to light the place on fire because they never do whenever I come back. They don't appreciate so you. I was like, this no. is the perfect opportunity. Like Edge kind of said it and called me out on my stuff. Like he was like, look, you're trying to literally, you knew I was going to be a main event. You wanted to be in the main event and you took it and rolled with it. And I was like, yeah, you, you're kind of right, but I'm never going to admit that in, <laughs> in front of like thousands of people in attendance and millions watching at home. I'll admit it here because no one's going to listen to this, this podcast. Of course, so, that's right. You know, you're saying it's a nowhere. It's a safe space. Now, how it came about and then how like Maurice came about involved. Like, we and were wait, like, did you go to him? Did you go to him first before you talked to Vince about it? Or what, what was the, do you remember the origin of how it happened? Because you have to also hope that he wants to do it, right? I, I mean, it was the one that, that, that kind of started the whole, the whole thing. Actually, I think it was one of the writers. It might have been Ryan Ward. I, I don't I don't honestly know how it all came about, but there was like three different ideas on who I was gonna have a program with on my on my first return back. And when Edge's name came up, I, I lit up because I was like, we've only had one match before. Like one, like even like we've always been on opposite shows or we were both bad guys or both good. You know, it's like we never had a program and really never had a singles match except for the one champion versus champion match we had on Raw. And we both literally were like, yeah, we only like we didn't even work in live events, like random live events. Wow. We didn't work. So this was I, it was just meant to be. It was like, oh, this is the, the chance to literally have Edge versus The Miz and really make it mean something and really do something that people are going to remember and talk about. And, uh, and it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Like we've, we, we built up to having Beth come back where people want to see Beth get at Maurice. And now I think people want to see both edge and Beth get at Ms. And Maurice, but are they, who knows? Because at Royal rumble, 
we've been able to maneuver, outmaneuver them, outwit them. And I think we'll be able to do it again. Like the, the, the thing that I feel like Maurice and I are very good at is that even if people are like, oh, well, you know, Edge and Beth are going to beat them. There's no doubt in my mind. We always will make you believe that we're going to beat because we'll find ways. We always do. We always find a way to win. Like the reason why I've had more championships than 90% of WWE superstars in WWE history is because I've been able to outsmart, outmaneuver, outstrategize superstars. And that sometimes means more than your brawn and how big you are and how, how fast you are and how athletic you are. Like I'm athletic. I can fight, but I can also outsmart you. It's like Brady. Like you look at Tom Brady right now. Like, you know, I mean, he literally has been doing so, so amazing at, at just out, outsmarting, outmaneuvering, out, out, just outdoing everybody, even though he lost last week. But I mean, you saw a comeback that no one can do. Yeah. I mean, you can't say the same, sadly, for Baker Mayfield, you know? Yeah. Right, thanks. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. You know what? Baker was injured. Wow. You, you go, you try to perform at 100% being injured. Like, that's very difficult. And so, you know, I look at it like this. We have another option on him for the fifth year. We're going to have him next year. Hopefully he'll be 100%, you know, ready to go. And I think we're going to see a different Baker Mayfield and a different Browns team. He reminds me of Brett Favre. Like, Favre had a million interceptions. Yeah. But then he was an MVP. That's right. And so, you know, maybe he's the same type of caliber of player. Like, maybe one year it just happens and we go to the Super Bowl and we win. We shall see, Miz. We shall see. I just wanted to troll you there. What you got, SUG? Sorry. I can't believe we went this far without saying. First of all, happy birthday to your wife. Happy birthday to Maurice. Thank you. It was, it was ruined by Beth and Beth and Edge, but yeah, it was like like people, we got our money's worth, I feel like. Yeah. Now, you touched on this a little bit, but where do you rank you and Maurice in terms of power couples in, in wrestling history? Number I one. Feel like, uh, what are you kidding? I, I feel like you guys don't get your respect, well, though. Who do you as, think I would say? Oh, number five. Yeah, we're number five. You know, like, uh, you know, there's Macho Man and Elizabeth. We beat them. You know, I mean, like, there's Hunter and Steph. We beat them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, there was, you know, Cena and, and Bella. But we, we we didn't beat them. But I felt like we uh, – we, I think you won overall, though. I think we won. We went overall. And then, and then you look at other superstars and their wives. Like, we're number one. Number one in my mind always, thick and thin. We have a hit reality show that people watch and actually love. And then we go out on WWE and people boo us. Like we have the ability to do whatever we want to do when we want to do it. How many superstars have that ability and can do that on a day, on a weekly basis, on numerous shows? Are you ever surprised? I mean, come on, honestly, honestly, Maurice is talented, beautiful, multilingual, amazing human being. Are you ever surprised that the Mike Mazanin of 17 years ago, whenever it was, managed to pull Maurice at that moment in time. I, I still can't, I still pinch myself every day. <laughs> she is not only is she like hardworking and dedicated, but she challenges me and, and, and also supports me in the same sense. It's, it's, it's truly like I look at her and every day and I go, gosh, she's so good. Like she just gets better looking as, as, and, and it's, and, and it's, it's not just physically, it's mentally, it's emotionally, like it's everything. Looking at our girls growing up, her as a mother, like she just impresses me every single day. And we were actually in the ring. We were, we were training, like we were doing Ms. and Mrs. And we were training also uh, for Maurice to get back in the ring. 
and she hasn't missed a step. Like she hasn't been in the ring in like eight years. And wow. we get in there and literally she's calling stuff to me. She's like doing moves that I'm like, well, you, okay, you still, okay, you remember, that? oh, wow, oh, okay, you're, you're ready. Like I, I was nervous for her because she hasn't been back in eight, year, eight, eight years or something like that. And she's going to Royal Rumble. There's gonna be like, what, 50, 60,000 people in attendance. You know, there's a lot of nerves and it's a big, big match, a big pay-per-view. And so we, I was nervous. And then once we trained for like an hour, I was like, oh, after an hour, I was like, oh, she's ready. We're ready. Let's go. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. And then our little girls were there. They got to get in the ring and we were locking up with them. And it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like you put the girls in the ring and they're just naturals. I think, I think Maurice was always, um, fairly underrated at, at like I always found like yeah. I remember I remember her vignettes when they first debuted her I remember the whole thing and then I remember when she started getting her real push and I thought yo she's actually really interesting in ring do you think that uh, tr- being as objective as humanly possible do you think people know like how talented Maurice is as a performer they, don't. they never give her credit where Honestly, credit is due. She was one of the longest reigning Divas champions in the history of the company. Like, there's only two people that held the title longer than she did, but she never gets that credit. And, you know, she put on some stellar matches. And honestly, I think that whole generation doesn't get the credit that they deserve. They were able to go out there, get a character, and get moves and and matches. And they only get two minutes on TV time to get over. (laughs) And being over as in, like, you know, having people applaud you or boo you or cheer you. They were given like two minutes to get that done. And and sometimes not even that. And Maurice was able to not only get a character over, but have memorable matches, but also be uh, lead the women, you know, for that generation for a long time. And they don't get the credit that they deserve. Well said. I want to follow up my first tacky question with another tacky question. (laughs) And the short version of this question is, what is your relationship with Vince McMahon? And the the reason I want to ask is that I feel like in watching your career, you're sort of the measuring stick, right? If Whether it's AJ Styles or Bad Bunny or anybody else, when they have to prove themselves, they have to go through The Miz. And I feel like that's indicative of something that fans don't really see or appreciate. And I just want... See if you could speak to that a little bit. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I never look at myself as a measuring stick, but uh, but honestly, like uh, I, I don't know. I, I think with my, my my and and Vince's relationship is very very good. Like I, if I ever need anything, or if I need to talk to someone, or if I have like, hey, I I don't know if this is right. Like we can have a conversation. I can sit down with him. He will listen to me, and then he'll I'll say my piece, and then he'll think about it for like three minutes, and there'll be three minutes of silence. Um, and then he'll give an answer and he, it's a really thought out answer. And he really thinks about everything that goes in involved in this show. Um, he cares cause he cares. And so for me to, you know, when AJ Styles first came in, like people are like, oh yeah, like it was me and him. And like, he, he was so good, man. Like, you know, I knew right away, I was like, oh, he's going to be something like in, in WWE. And honestly, like people are like, oh, but it's AJ Styles, blah, blah, blah. The only people have come to WWE from other, you know, ventures or other other companies and just did not become who everyone thought they were going to become. But I knew like I I even knew Roman, too. Like um, 
I remember they, uh, I would have like these promos where I would literally talk the entire promo for 15 minutes. I had to like memorize like four pages of just questions and then I would do the answer and then questions and I would do the answer and they wouldn't let people talk. And I would do this all the time. Anyone that they were thinking like, oh, they wouldn't be able to talk. Like they could talk, like Roman can talk. Like obviously we're witnessing that right now. I mean, no one is hotter than Roman. But in the beginning, like, it was like, I remember I would be like, talk, talk, talk. And then he would just punch me and everyone would go nuts. And it would be incredible. And it was always fun. Um, so, yeah, I guess I guess they would do that. And I, I don't know why. I guess I'm good at, I'm good at being a bad guy. Like, I'm really good at getting people to hate me and be a real, genuine jerk. And, like, even if you like me when you when I first come out, I guarantee I'm going to do something or say something that you're not going to like, and you're going to want to see me get my butt whooped. And that's, that's my job, like my job. And I think any bad guy's job is to make sure that when you go out there, if they are cheering you, your job is to get them hating you, not loving you, not enjoying the moment. Oh, this is great. It's, Make them despise you so much that I want to see that guy whoop you. Now I might like you, but I'm still want to be want you to be whooped. That's yes. your job. Now, now speaking of which, there's a there's another guy, um, a Jewish gentleman actually from Long Island who's working in a different company right now, um, whose name gets tossed around a lot. Uh, MJF, and when people talk about him, the name and again, Greg said measuring stick. The name that this and he's a kid. He's 25 years old. When people compare him to someone, they say he could be the Miz. Uh, first of all, do you think I don't think he wants to be the Miz, to be honest? <laughs> um, I don't think any superstar, no matter what company you are in, wants to be the next this person. You want to be an original. You want to be. Now, there's comparisons. I've always been compared to. I remember I was compared to Jericho for a while. I was compared to Ric Flair for a while, and I was like, "Oh my God, I don't, I don't even know how you can be compared to even, even." I mean, to any, either one of them. like, I don't want to be compared. I want to be an originator. Now, you take things like you're always, when you're learning and coming up through the business, you you see things that you like out of certain superstars, and you're like, "Ooh, I'm going to use maybe that. I'll take a sprinkle of that, sprinkle a little of that, sprinkle a little of that." as an homage to like those people or whatever, but in, in, in a sense, you want to be an original. And so I don't think he wants to be the next Miz. I think he wants to be the first him. Um, and honestly, he's doing a great job at it. Yeah, uh, I, I, I agree. He's definitely 25 years old. Yeah, I think he's 25. 25 years old. I was still in developmental at deep South wrestling and still learning the trade. Like I wasn't putting on matches on national television, putting it together, memorable promos that people talk about. Like, I wasn't doing that. So like, that's just a, like, you know, applaud to him. Now, now that being said, does it ever, do you ever pinch yourself and go, when did I become the vet? Like you were the yeah. definition I'm of an outsider. That out. Like, when did I become the person that people are comparing me to and being yeah. like, oh, you're the next this person or this? I'm like, wait, wait. And also the guy who would pull someone aside and say, you used to be the ultimate outsider, a kid who dreamed of being a wrestler. Now you're actually one of the old school guys. You've been yeah. there for that long. That must yeah, be weird. I, it's crazy. Like, I'll sit there with, like, Dolph Ziggler and I'll be like, man, isn't this locker room and this just, just the catering, just the vibe, the aura backstage completely different than when we grew up? And even my wife, I'll talk to her about it, too. Like, it's crazy. Like, you know, just the uh, the thought of like certain things that 
you know, would, would go down and it was normal. It was absolutely normal, but now it just doesn't happen that way anymore. And honestly, I like it. Uh, you know, I was, I was actually talking with, uh, some other superstars and some people that were down there are at that, at, in that era. And it's just like, man, it's just so much nicer now. Like it's, it's everyone's competing, but they're trying to make sure that we're putting together the best show possible and the best segments possible. So things can be member, uh, you know, memorable. Now, will we fail? Sure. But are we doing our best to make sure that, you know, there is something that you talk about each and every show? Absolutely. Yeah, I just I just find that striking because you were like sort of the definition of the new guy. And of course, there were the famous stories about, you know, you and I talked about this the first time I interviewed you after you run the won the Royal Rumble years ago about you being asked well, to I never you know, won the Royal Rumble, but thanks for your support. WWE championship. Sorry, sorry, WWE sorry championship. money. No, no, no. Sorry, money in the bank when you got the briefcase. Sorry. Yeah. And then won the title. Apologies. Apologies. Um, so oh, you never won the rumble, huh? Nah, never won the that's like the one thing that and King of the Ring. Hmm. Um, I think are the two that I haven't, I mean, I haven't won an elimination chamber. I have never been in, uh, I don't know if I've been in a hell in a cell. I broke into a hell in a cell. I don't know if Do I, you want to be in a hell in a cell though? So those are, those are a couple things that I, I haven't, I haven't done, but, uh, for the most part, like I've done everything I set out to do every goal that I've ever set out to do. I've, I've done. And then some, and sometimes I surprise myself and go, is this really like, that's what I'm so saying. Career, like I mean, and from and, and and from that kid who we talked about back in 2010, who prior to that had been asked to dress in the public bathroom, and you were you know yeah. a, re a reality TV guy. Oh my God! And then the other day, you and I had a conversation where you were saying how you and Randy are now like two of the vets, right? Randy having the exact opposite life of you, born and bred in the business, totally comfortable, like as comfortable with this as you could be. And then you're a complete outsider. Is it weird that you guys are sort of now the same and you're just a classic? You're you are from kind of the last generation of when the business still felt old school somewhat. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's a handful of people that, that, that were there, you know, that are still here. Uh, you know, Kofi, Dolph, myself, Randy, Seamus, full time, full time, you know, you know, superstars. I mean, Edge is obviously there as well. Um, but he comes and goes. <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, honestly, man, I'll tell you what this uh, this thing with uh, you, you talk about Randy. No one, I think, is is better in the ring technically than Randy Orton. Like just his maneuvers and the things that the moves, and it's the in betweens on what he does in his moves that really set him apart from everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if people, I, I think everyone notices it. Uh, but to, for a person as a WWE superstar that's done this for such a long time, to see the level that he just keeps elevating and keep going higher and higher, and it's just it's it's pretty incredible. And then you know getting to work with like I've worked with Randy many times. Like I think my WWE Championship, my first reign, I got to really learn from him and John Cena, and it was just I mean I, you couldn't ask for two better people to learn from in that era at that time to really guide me, focus me and, and get me to where I needed to be and show me what it takes to be a main eventer in WWE. And then you bring it all the way to now where I'm going up against a person like Edge. I never got to really get in the ring with Edge, but now getting in the ring with him, I'm seeing like, my God, like is the way how he paces himself, how he's able to be so creative and innovative uh, even at the age that he's at right now, I mean, 
you people would be like, oh, he's he's old. He's not old. Honestly, I think he's in his prime. I think he's literally never been better. Uh, uh, I think he's never been more healthy. I think he's been, uh, especially with him and Beth. When Beth took off her jacket, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. jacket. <laughs> Like, like, right? Like, you see your person with a jacket on, you're like, okay, yeah, they, they look good, they're great. She took her jacket off and went, oh my god, like she's gonna, yeah. she's gonna kill me. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, geez, like they've been, they've just been training nonstop, but uh, we've been training as well. I think this is gonna be a match that people are. T- I mean, usually people with the Royal Rumble, you talk about the Rumble, right? That's what people talk about after the Rumble. I, I honestly believe that our match is gonna be the one that's gonna be talked about after Rumble. Well, hey, I, I would really doubt you. But SGG, you'll agree with me. You stole that night of WrestleMania with Bad Bunny. Um, yeah. So it, it's kind of hard to argue. Like I, that that was maybe as that surpassed expectations for me as much as a re- WrestleMania match could. Were you? Were- like I remember, I remember uh, watching Bad Bunny train right. And as I was watching him train, I was like, ah, they're they're, they're training him. They're giving him all the stuff, but. I need to get in with there with him. I have to get in there with him. So like while he was training backstage, I would get in there with him. And I remember the first time I got in there with him, I didn't call anything. I literally just, uh, I literally got in locked up and just started having a match with him to see where he was, how he, and, and honestly, he was training so hard before this, by the way. And I was like, I just need to get in there and I probably beat him up, not beat him up, but like, put some heat to him, you know, know, did some things. And I was like, oh, this guy, this guy's going to be able to do something. And then he kept training and kept training and kept training and kept giving ideas that were like not dumb ideas. Like sometimes when people come in, they're like, well, I want to do this and this and this and this. It's like, all right, slow down, buddy. All right. But not with him. Like he was smart. You could tell he was a fan and that he knew psychology and, and why certain things were. And I was honestly... After we were done with that match, I was like, this guy can do anything. Like, if he wants to be get an Oscar for being, for acting, like, I think he can do it. If he wants to get Grammys, which he already has, and, you know, if he wants to do anything, I think he can do it. Because that's the dedication he puts in everything. His attention to detail was, was so great. Um, he was just very impressive. And I think the best compliment that, that we got, John and I, Morrison and I, got where uh like he he said that he watches that match back more than he watches any concert he's ever done and i was like wow, wow. that's pretty wow. great and by the way I, and we got to give props to morrison too who i don't know how much he's talked about it since but like he was beat up at the time at that, yeah, at that yeah. match no one knew that morrison's knee like so that during that whole program morrison uh he got it he busted his knee against a riddle he did something off the top rope and landed on his knee wrong. I think he tore his MCL. Um, and so he wasn't supposed to be back uh, for Mania. Like they were like, ah, that's going to cut it close. But he dedicated himself. He got, uh, you know, he, I think he got like stem cells or whatever. Like he was just doing everything that you were supposed to do to make sure that he could come back for that match. And then to literally do a Canadian destroyer with bad money. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, you're an absolute nut. And it was raining, if you remember. That's right. right. Yeah. You remember it yeah. was raining. So while Bad Bunny was coming out, I had everyone on the outside with with towels scrubbing down where Morrison was gonna do this uh this this maneuver. Him and, and Bunny were gonna do this maneuver because that's 
it's a dangerous move, especially in the rain, like, and, and it's slippery, yeah. like it's crazy. So I was, and then I was like having them wash off the, uh, like no one knew this, no one sees it, but I was literally, I had a towel and I was in the ring, like literally scrubbing the, the ropes. Cause I knew we were going to be utilizing, jumping off the ropes. You slip, you fall, you're done, you know? Wow. It could ruin the match. So, and then, you know, from, and, and then Bad Bunny feeling the audience and knowing what to do with the audience. Like, I think he did something, he punched me and he did like a, I don't know if he was like, awesome. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> He's ready. Let's go. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, man. He was incorporating just his personality and just, ah, oh, man, I was, I was very thankful for having him because we were getting, like in, in, in a lot of our our fans were like, "What's Bunny doing here?" Like, yeah, that was, that was ridiculous. I was like, "Oh my god, you guys don't understand!" Like, they don't, they, you just don't get it. Like, I was getting media that I don't normally get. Like WWE, we get tons of media, tons of media, but there's still media that we have to like, you know, fight for and get. And people were calling us, asking us, like, "Hey." Billboard wants to interview with you. This person wants to be this one and this one. And I was like, and then there were big things that I was like, oh, wow. Okay. We're getting all this stuff because Bad Bunny has a huge, huge audience. Like, yeah. well, so, so it was, I was very thankful to be even part of it. And then for him to be the person that he is made it even that much better. Yeah. And you mentioned this too, just now with the fans trying to sort of gatekeep Bad Bunny. I think. This is not even a question of this. You just made me, I just, it feels it needs to be said that it's just sad that, especially with a guy like you, when you came in, they tried to gatekeep you as the reality guy who doesn't belong. Fast forward, coincidentally, you're the guy in the ring with Bad Bunny and they try to gatekeep him as the, the music guy. He doesn't belong. And if, if fans got their way, we would have robbed of some, some great moments because just in terms way, of that match. And, and if you listen to that audience when he, like I thought, I, I, told, I told Morrison, I was like, dude, we're going to do baby faces. Like we're going to be good guys. Like he's a celebrity. Like anytime you have a celebrity there, our fans are going to boom. Our live audience is going to boom. And so I was prepared for that. I was like, all right. I, I was literally going through my brain trying what to figure do. out, okay. If this happens, we come out, we do our rap, which is ridiculous, but it's still kind of fun. It's a good song, though. Rabbits jumping out, jumping around. It's kind of cool. You know, you know, it's stupid but in a cool kind of stupid way. Like we're rapping, we're doing this thing. We made fun of him. We, we ripped, we, we tore apart his Bugatti, which is, was a real Bugatti. And that was real paint. Like that car is really expensive. And Bunny let us do it. Like I was shocked. I was like, oh my God, this guy is in. And then when he made his entrance at Mania, I don't know if you heard it, but oh my God, it was an eruption of cheers. It wasn't booze. It was cheers. They wanted to see him. They were yearning to see him. I was like, this is amazing that you couldn't ask for a better entrance and a better crowd, live crowd reaction. Yeah, I, I agree. It, I I had one of those moments because, you know, it was, a, it was a limited crowd last year. And when it happened, I, I remember the feeling of hearing it. I was like, oh, my God, there's the first real crowd sound I, I've heard post pandemic. We were late in that show, I believe. Like we were really late. Like far into yeah. the show, yeah, and it was well, it was a it, very it, difficult, you know, spot in 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 the crowd, like to get the crowd up again. Yeah. Is you know the crowd goes in waves, and you it's your job to get them up. 
Um, hey, listen, uh, we look forward to seeing this big mixed tag match on Saturday at the Royal Rumble. And right. I apologize deeply for being late today, Miz. Thank you. And for I apologize here. deeply to Edge and Beth uh, because, you know, they're they're not, not going to do so well. And uh, Maurice and I are ready. We are prepared. And we're just going to whoop them. We're going to win. It's what we do. Like, whether you believe it or not, you know, a lot of times when people are like, oh, he's saying he's going to win. There's no way he's going to win now. Dude, I've said this a million times. When I said I was going to beat Drew McIntyre when nobody could beat Drew McIntyre, I beat Drew McIntyre. the way. I always find a way to win. Always. 100% of the time. So, I'm going to win. Maurice is going to win. We're winners. You don't want to apologize for all your reality TV hate that you've had over the over the years. Hey, no, I'm you because I got a, I got a hit reality show now. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I get slandered. I get slandered right on this. Honestly, it's freaking awesome. Like this third season is so much fun because you not only see you know Dancing with the Stars and WWE, but you get to see the girls growing up. Like my girls are two and a half and three. Oh, Monroe's almost four now. So it's like you get to why like Monroe was born on this show. Like she was like in season one and now we're in season three and it's SGG. That's your dream. The child born in reality television. Um, (laughs) That's that's, that's Greg's dream. Hey, Miz, uh, we'll see you this weekend. Good luck against uh, Edge and Beth. You got it. You don't need it. You don't need it, but I'll send some good luck your way anyway. No need for luck for you this good. Later, boys. Wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage.